I all think right. it's awesome. Welcome, everybody, to Semper Sometimes, and this is going to be another episode of Living Intentionally, the eighth episode, and, and tonight I have Tom with us, a retired 8412 Marine Corps career recruiter and the host of a new podcast on his, I believe, his second episode he had just dropped, um, and that's called Every second counts. So he's going to be here to talk to us about the podcast, talk about what the purpose of the podcast is, and and also living intentionally and and how how do we do so? And especially like after being in the Marine Corps as long as he was, and you know, getting into retirement, you know, life changes, your your situation changes, your everyday life is completely different now being retired. So living intentionally looks a little bit different, I would assume, than it did you know, while in the Marine Corps for as long as you were. So we're going to be talking about that, talking about just living intentionally daily. How do we do it? How do we get into the grind every single day? And how do we make the best out of our days? So without further ado, Tom, welcome. Thank you so much for hopping on with us, man. And and the floor is yours. Hey, Benny, man, I appreciate it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's always thrilling to be able to talk to a, a Marine and I was excited when I first saw your video. I, I think I, I scrolled through the podcast or it was on Instagram videos. And you said you were from the Bronx. Then you said you moved to Jersey. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then you talked. Then it was about the Marine Corps. And, and then it was, it was about recruiting duty. And I was like, oh, man, this is, this is the guy right here. <laughs> I said, I need to get involved in this. And then you were like, yeah. you want to do a podcast? I said, oh, absolutely. This is way overdue. <laughs> I, said, I said, this is exciting. But um. I think I think living intentionally is something that has become a mantra per se for everyday mm. life. I think uh, coronavirus kind of threw a health bomb on everybody. Everyone decided, you know, I'm going to use this time wisely and, and try to maybe get in shape, be inspired to do something. But some some of that that's that January first diet. You know what I mean? Living intentionally is a, a, a everyday daily process of something. That maybe you're battling or something you have a purpose that's going to drive you through that day and it was january 1st cats i'm gonna I'm start new me new year i'm gonna start doing all this and then you know february comes we're today today's day 59 for those folks so you know like it, it's it's a struggle and it's something those people it's why they start every year yeah because they're, they're not living it intentionally at some point during their day they yeah. lose that focus or purpose yeah, and it's it's crazy that you say that because that's the reason why I ended up starting doing started to do the segment was just because I realized in my own life that I wasn't living intentionally and and I'm not somebody like Brandon, my buddy, who just said, "Hey, fellas, like he, you know, he one of he's one of my very very good friends of my mentor and you know just the way that me and him talk it constantly reminds me of like, bro, just do little things, little things daily, and they're gonna make a change in your life. Like today, I sent him a picture of the ingredients of a bag of chips. And I was like, Hey, can I, can I eat this? Is it okay if I eat this? And he was like, Hey man, I'm real <laughs> proud of you, bro. And you know, I sent him like the type of coffee that I was going to buy. And, and these are all just things that like I've been working on for the past year and a half with him. Right. And, and it's just little by little we be, if we, we if we wake up every day with, with the intention of living the right way, then we're slowly going to live intentionally daily. Right. And, you know, like my buddy, Meech, he, he made a post today and he was talking about that. He was like, a lot of people talk, but they don't live it. 
you know, and that's the biggest thing. And that's why I started part of the reason why I started this was because, you know what, there's a lot of things that I say I'm going to do and I don't do it. And and I'm using this as a way to hold myself accountable. You know, I've been drinking just literally just drinking water lately, just drinking coffee lately and, you know, six months sober now. So, like, I'm just looking at life in a whole new look and just wanting to do it, because like you said, man, like so many people pick up a diet and they drop it. They pick up a new fad. They drop it. They they say, oh, I'm going to do this. It lasts a week. So it's like, you know what? Let's have guests on and talk about, hey, what does living intentionally mean to you and, and how do you do it daily? So so, Tom, how, what does living intentionally mean to you? Like, how do you how does Tom wake up and, and what intentions do you have and, and what, how do you go about your day? I think I think it's finding the purpose first. I think once you identify the purpose, it's not maybe the the path you want to be on, but it's the the purpose that's going to drive you. Um, you know, we always have the why. Everyone's always, you know, the why and why 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 am I going to do this? What's the need? How is this going to inspire or change me? But the why always changes. The why, you know, mm-hmm. it, it can always become something bigger. You might start like you said, something small is a goal. But then that why encourages you on a daily basis to drive. Um, so when I retired, I retired two years ago. But when I went on terminal, I got I got it to 75 hard okay. and doing 75 hard. Man, I got in the best shape after I got in the best shape I've been in in over 20 years after I retired. Wow. So you know how backwards that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so did, you, then, did you complete that? Did you then complete I, it? No, Did you I didn't. Not 75 the first days? time. Okay. Have you done it oh, yet? Oh no, no. Yeah, I, I've done it three times. Completed it once wow. up to phase three. But but oh wow. Th- when I when I started it, when I started mm-hmm. it, I didn't I didn't plan it out correctly. I just it was one of those things. I'm starting tomorrow. Why why kick yeah. the can down the road anymore? I'm starting tomorrow, and I retired November 10th, 2020. And wow. I, I it was day 63, bro. It was day 63, and I was like, you know what? And I was so locked in. Like, I love doing it. The walks outside, that sh- that was life-changing. And and the reading, and just you were just feeling healthier and, you know, getting after it. And I didn't have, you know, the stress of recruiting duty. I didn't have the stress yeah. of really doing anything. I was home. It was during COVID. So I was – it was like the perfect dream scenario of um of being able to, you know – to do it and then i made the choice to say you know what day 63 it's on the cards but guess what then december i started again and then i i pcs to to, to where i'm at now i moved after i retired so i had to do it while we moved did it in the snow did it in hotel parking lots and then i knocked that out and did it to phase three and then i was like i'm gonna do it again and then i just quit after a couple like probably three or four weeks because i wasn't doing it for me at that point if that mm. makes sense. I was doing it for yeah, like yeah. 18 months on or off, but every day I was still doing those requirements and I kind of built them into my own, you know, my own flow and how I get down and, and yeah. it eventually helped me in the process of, of actually putting me in the position I'm in now, mm. because if, if it, if it didn't start there, those, those, those bricks wouldn't have laid in front of me, if that makes gotcha. sense. So yeah, I was laying yeah. the path way before I even knew it. And that inspired me because when I when I started on 75 hard, I went on Instagram and I never went on a story before, but I was documenting my progress. 
like mm -hmm. this three years ago now, but I was documenting my progress and that got me comfortable. And, you know, I was a 12, so it, I was comfortable talking, but talking yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah. you know, talking in front of people on Instagram, you know, I'm, I'm the old guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> trying, I'm doing, I'm on the dumb app. So, so it, it's a lot different now than it was then, but, but that yeah. drove me. That was like you said, the accountability. Well, mm -hmm. if I'm going to post every day, hopefully someone sees this and that inspires them to either eat healthier, do something better. And then I became a coach with first form through the app. Mm -hmm. And then I got clients and I was doing all that. And then that became my driving factor. Mm -hmm. But after a while, it, you know, there's no fire after that. Once you go that path, that, that, that fire went out, there was no excitement mm -hmm. anymore. And then I got involved, you know, mission 22. And the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what, this veteran suicide is, is my bag, but what's more important, what's important to me is, is uh, spreading the word about veteran, veteran suicide. Cause I don't, I didn't dealt with it directly, but I was in the command group when it, when, it, you know, we had a bunch of uh, attempts and being a 12, as long as I was, there's a bunch of, you know, things that happened, a lot of battles lost. And, mm. um, I think I think when when you get out, you look back and you see things a lot differently, and and, yeah. and it, it sometimes it weighs on you, and you can only carry so many packs. And you know, I'm not no combat marine. I mm. mean, I was in the streets for a long time, but I'll tell you what, that that stress level, that you know, it gave me my collection of meds to take every day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so yeah. so I think having having intentions having that intention of, of spreading that word, get like, like what you're doing, spreading that word of gaining exposure for, for wanting someone to wake up and live for a purpose, live intentionally yeah. for, for themselves and for others. That's huge. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, yeah. I think that's huge. And that stands. Dad. No. Yeah, man. And that's, and that's really what it was for me because, you know, I just realized that there's so many people, including myself that wake up, you know, you roll out of bed, you know, you go to work, you do your job, you come home, you do it all over again. And it's like, but you're not living intentionally. You know, you're not, you haven't found the purpose. You're not pushing towards something better than yourself. You know, you're just clocking in every day, doing whatever it is you got to do. And and then, you know, are your children, you know, if you're a father or a mother, are your children looking at you and are they looking at, you know, are they growing from you? Are they learning from you? And And, and, and then are your intentions pure, right? Because, we could live intentionally, but with the wrong intentions, but that's still intentional. Right. So, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about it is like, okay, well, how do we do that? Right. And, and myself, you know, since I started this, doing this podcast about this, you know, I've been able to definitely be a lot more intentional, like, and, and I've been using the things that I've been talking about from these different episodes, you know, I've been going to church daily, um, you know, two, three times a week. I've been, you know, waking up in the morning, going to the gym at like 5 a.m., doing a prayer, doing a prayer uh, and, and reading my devotional in the morning. Then I'm eating breakfast. Then I'm bringing the kids to school. Then I'm coming home and I'm doing whatever I do around the house. So now instead of the past two years, because when I got off recruiting duty, I, I no longer had a schedule. So now I was just like, oh, well, I can just do it's my time. Like I can just do whatever I want whenever I want. And, you know, my civilian job was pretty easy. So I really didn't have to be intentional with everything. As long as I got my job done, it didn't matter. So I kind of mm -hmm. lost the intention of everything. And I was just living, you know, and 
and then you know i started to realize that my son you know really pays attention to everything i do and you know when i wasn't paying attention and wasn't being deliberate in my actions you know he may not be paying attention to the right things that i'm doing and that's like you know what if if i'm not doing the right things all the time then i shouldn't be doing them so that's what it was for me and that's why i wanted to start this is to have people come on and just talk about that so what what led you to start in the podcast Can I comment? And, and what's yeah, yeah of course oh i think i think that i think that fuel for you because i think that's outstanding what you're doing and and that that accountability is something that people i feel especially in the marine corps but especially in the, in the armed services that that emotional connection and and saying you know what i need i need to get right i need to start living a uh account with accountability i need to have some intentions in my life and i need to i need to have lateral limits and yeah. i think i know it, it always it's hard to share that and be open to others well we're how from that's my bad you know what i mean that's my problem maybe yeah. maybe for others it's it's easy but for to come across and 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 share you know what this is what i'm trying to do i'm trying to better myself but then to come on here and speak about it that's that motivation that drives you all week that's that fire that keeps you burning yeah so i think yeah, i think and, that's huge i think that's yeah, man, I've, awesome takeaway yeah bro and I, and I appreciate that man because that's how like that's how i was on recruiting duty that's how i am with the podcast like i i'm not gonna sit here and say that i'm the perfect person because we're not and and if i can't come on a live platform and i can't speak to you about my faults and my things then i don't expect you to grow and i don't expect you to be able to do those same things because as but i expect that right and especially from my marines or from my friends and stuff like that it's like okay listen at the end of the day as a man our job is to be able to be firm and to be able to stand in front of people and speak to other people. And now, mate, there are people out there who cannot do that. There are people out there who can't get on a live platform. There are people out there who can't stand in front of a classroom of people. And if you're that way, in my opinion, that's something that you have to work towards. Because as a man, you should be able to take up a mantle and go take care of something. And that's why for me, you know, it's huge on me for me to be able to be accountable to myself and to be able to show other people that, hey, listen, this is where I'm effing up because I can't call you out and I can't come at you or even have a conversation with you if I'm not right where I need to be. No, I, I agree 100 percent, because I think it's that if you have that that um, that yang to that yang, if you have somebody like you said, you had that that brother that's helping you out and that, that you're referring things to. That's that that's that accountability check, too. And if you can't live intentionally every day without without that accountability because then you're like you said you're living accountable but it's like ah you know i'm gonna have this or i'm gonna do this or i, I was up late doing something last night 5 a.m who's gonna know you know what i mean so it's those little, little bit of those those little check marks you're making throughout the day that that i think that that helps people see it and be like you know what if he could do it maybe it starts off with drinking water throughout the day maybe it starts off with going to bed a little earlier but it's like you said the little things that will get you doing it every day easily so you're not fighting it because it becomes yeah, a new routine and yeah, routines are yeah hard and that's to like stick what, with. 
Yeah, and that's what like the with the seventy hard the seventy five hard thing is is like everyone who's completed it. Look, I'll, I'll be real. I've started it. I don't know how many times, and I've just jumped into it. <laughs> and I've gotten I've gotten like two weeks in every time. And and I, I'm gonna I, I want to start it again soon. I just don't know when, um, because like my biggest the reason why I messed up every time I messed up it was I ended up having a drink. But now I'm six months sober, so I know that won't be a hiccup this time. So now I'm like, okay, just... when. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow sounds like a perfect day to start. March second, I mean, you'd be good by July, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my biggest problem is so my biggest problem with with living intentionally is is my diet. I forget to eat, and that's the other reason mm-hmm. with seventy five hard is that like okay, I got to be on a diet, and I forget to eat. Like I'll go all day long without eating. Like I didn't eat to, today. I didn't eat until like four o'clock. So like that's that's always been my issue. So I've started intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yeah, that's what I gotta figure figure out is the diet. I've been in the gym, been drinking water, been eating, but I just it's the diet part for me. So what you want to know what led the, you? The, the, yeah, the, the best thing for the diet is tracking macros. Mm-hmm. Whatever protein, whatever weight you want to be on, make that protein. I I could shoot you numbers and it. it that's the that's the hard part, like you said. It's the it's the way of eating, regardless. Mm-hmm. Especially you know in real life when you have to do real things. Like I did it all after I retired. I couldn't imagine being on the bag or working or or you know doing do. I I did it when I was working because I work at the state park for, uh, part time. But I think it, if you if you you have to be sold into it, like you said we. People that if you tried it and you failed at some part of it, you weren't sold on 75 days. You didn't plan it out right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't do it the first time. And if you're not planning it out right, you're going to fail it because you're you're not taking everything in. And then when you have that excuse, it's easy to quit. Yeah. Because then it's yeah. like, oh, well, you know, I, I can't do it because of this. And that, and that's what sucks because we're, we're already down the road. Yeah. So that, that's the hardest part, I think. The food is. <laughs> yeah. So um, so what was it that led you to start in the podcast, man? Like what was the intentions behind the podcast and what's the mission of um of every second count uh every second counts? The every second counts podcast is to raise awareness for veteran suicide. Uh my plan is and I was listening to uh your like I show you that message, that origin story, and I think I was like, man, we 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 connected just hearing everything. I was like, you know what? There are a lot of the military veterans that are are commercialized are these outstanding endurance athletes or Jocko. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> David Goggins, Chad, yep. Ch- Chad Wright, the, these these outstanding. Yeah. You know they were seals, and but what about the, the the Marines or what about the the everyday person? Like like you said, yeah. I, I I have lined up on my podcast people that worked in a crisis center, people that are are police right now, or you know people that are are veterans in, of of the military service, and it's a lot different. And I think once you digest the local localized level, like it. it it meant a lot because I was thinking about it a lot today. Just in case you asked me that question, 
And I think the biggest part about the podcast is I was at the starting point of a lot of Marines careers, a lot of Marines careers from, from a recruiter station commander. I worked at different maps from the ops chief to, to, you know, ARI. I I met a lot of kids and I was involved in their careers and not everyone makes it and not everyone. And when I think about that on a broad level, I think that's just, that becomes the passion. I think having regular people come on and, and tell their story on mental health, mental health while they were, excuse me, while they were in the military and um, how, how they're, if they're dealing with something, how are they digging themselves out of that hole? Because I think for me, I went through the mission 22, six month, um, six month deal because since I was an ambassador for mission 22, I wanted to know what am I pushing? You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy to um, talk about the Marine Corps or the army or the Navy. If you're, if you're in that service, but how am I going to, you know, how am I going to talk about mission 22 helping veterans? So I signed up for it, went through it and um, it was life changing. Because it, it, it helped me identify certain things that I would have never, never known before because I was talking to a coach on a weekly basis and he's asking you those questions and he's asking you questions and you could, you could, you, every, every person's taking all these tests in the military. You know what I mean? They take, have you been depressed for the last two weeks that, you know, all the questions we asked, all the questions we asked the applicants before they go on deck, you know, do you feel sad? You feel less sad for the last two weeks than you did, you know, all those questions. No one's ever going to, Ask those, those questions truthfully, especially after, especially after you leave maps. But no one's ever going to answer those questions when people ask you because we're embarrassed. We, yeah. we're, we're embarrassed of our, our our own selves because that's what the military does for us. They instill that pride in us. So it's really hard to to, oh, to, so to pour into somebody. So Man. so for me, going through that process allowed me to really not care what anyone thinks. And really just know, you know what, it's not about me. I want to, I want to hear from the people that can make a difference to help someone stay here another day. You know what I mean? And, um, <clears throat> I apologize. No, you're good, bro. But it, yeah, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's true though, but, because um, it's like to your point, man, it's very true because, you know, we're, we're always told that, right? And especially someone who's retired now, you know, you were told that for 20-some-odd years, like, hey, bro, suck it up. You got it. You're good. Don't worry about it. Don't say anything. I don't go to medical, you know, and, and all these different things. And, you know, when it comes to getting out, you know, there's so many Marines. Like, I talk to Marines all the time, like, that are getting out and EASing, and they're like, oh, I'm going to start my VA claim, but I don't have any medical records because I never went to medical. And I'm like, bro, like, come on. And that's like, that's the story of so many people. They're like, yeah, I've been jacked up for 10 years, Absolutely. but I never went, you know, I never went and got help for it, you know? And that's why I love the, I love the fact that there's more and more people starting podcasts and more and more people doing this, you know, talking about mental health, because, you know, it's, it's a huge thing. 
it's a very big thing, but it's okay that it's a big thing. You know what I mean? It's 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 mm-hmm. good to see people finally talking about things because, you know, years ago, people didn't. People never spoke about things. You know, there's 50, 60-year-old people. Like, my father doesn't talk about nothing to nobody. Like, nobody knows what's going on in my dad's head, and that's because, you know, he nope. doesn't care. He doesn't want you to know. And, you know, and that mm-hmm. generation of people, they – they don't understand that it's okay to be open. It's okay to talk about what, you know, what's going on in your life or what you've been through. And, you know, that's why it's important to have people like you and myself to be able to come on here and, and, and really be the voice of reason. Right. And really be able to let people know like, Hey, we're here for you. We're sharing these stories because it's easy. It's very easy to say, Hey man, 22 a day, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do this. But then it's like, okay, well, if someone called you right now, are you going to answer your phone? Is your, are you going to call them back at 3 a.m. when you see a missed call from them? Or, or are you just going to make a post tomorrow, you know, about how you wish you had answered the phone? Like, No, I, I think I think that's true. And it only took uh, maturity after I got out because you don't see it. And I think um, to be able to live intentionally, you you can't have any barriers, anything stopping you because if that that's going to stop progress right from the beginning so if you're battling yourself you're not going to go nowhere you can lose all the weight you want people do surgeries they do all this funky stuff but i'll tell you what you're still the same person in the mirror no matter who you are you're still the same person and that reflection it's on you to be happy with it that's the decision you choose to make every day on how yeah. you're going to be. If you want to be upset, if you want to be, oh, I'm going to let, I'm going to be depressed today. That's a decision. That's an emotion. And it's not, it's easy for me to say that it's easy. Yeah. So let me, let me say, it's easy for me to say that, but I've, I've been able to, to use things to, to get myself, my, my Instagram, the, the, um, the project I'm starting to, to use that energy to try to help other people. So I, so I think yeah. it's, I, if, if you have that intention some point in your life to, to do something for something for yourself or something that's going to drive you to do something passionate. If it's working out, if it's, you know, whatever the case is, I think, I think that's, and that's what we teach anyway, you know, as Marines. But I think, I think um, when you're able to do it by yourself and you work through your demons by yourself, no, no one can see, I, I call them ghost stories. You know, you've been to medical. No one believes you. <laughs> you don't want to go to medical because no one believes you anyway. When you go to the mm-hmm. VA, no one believes you. They believe you, but it's like you're, t- you're trying to convince. You're always trying to mm-hmm. sell someone on, on what's wrong or, or what you're going through. And I think after a while, it just gets old because you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> I, used to, I used to say it every day. No matter what, we got to go to work tomorrow. No matter what. So, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a cage. We cage it. We cage it for a long time, and if you keep it locked away, it it's the it becomes harder to get out. Yeah, bro, and it's like I I have this mass art. He's a very good friend of mine um, that I see all I talk to all the time, and you know that's the, that's him. You know what I mean? Like this dude, great, great guy, great friend of mine. Like I call him, hit him up, talk to him all the time, but this guy got like seven bottles of medications on his desk this guy was in the hospital this guy's still running on empty still in the marine corps still hasn't retired and it's just like 
damn top like yo what have you put yourself through like what have you you know what i mean and it's like wow and it's and, and you know and unfortunately too like i i don't know you know maybe he does talk to people maybe he doesn't i don't know but it's like you see somebody and you see how much they put their life into their job and how you know like my buddy meech speaks um he brought it up the other day he was like bro are you a marine 24 7 and and he was talking about the identity of being a marine and he was like bro sometimes people are just so in their head about being a marine that they lack the the mental fortitude to just take care of themselves as a human being and we get so wrapped into being a marine and doing the marine corps things that we forget about our family and we forget about our livelihoods and we forget about like the other part of us that's not you know being a marine and you know and and i had my take on it but i understood where he was coming from because i was like you know what man like there's been a time in my life where like i put the marine corps first and everything i did and i wasn't there for my family and i wasn't there for my wife and i wasn't there for my kids and and you know and now we're talking about what we're talking about like you know once you get out like bro the marine corps is you know your your chapter in the marine corps is done and now you're moving forward and it's like okay well what <laughs> You know what? What did you go ahead and do after that? You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're you become a legend in your own mind of all the things mm. you're doing and and all the all the sacrifices you make. But you're you're the one not not seeing the sacrifices everyone around you's making. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So yeah. I, I understand completely. I understand completely <laughs> what you what you mean because we worry about ourselves. But like once you leave this, the the um, the everything that's outside your reach or your touch before you go to bed, that that's what you should care about the most. But like you said, we put we put. I think because we're Marines, I don't know how other branches look at their service that way. Or maybe it's recruiting duty, but it, it forces you. It, it, it that I I think it's it's that that's that driving nature. When you're in the, the in the Marine Corps, that's that purpose. That's that intentional. Because when you think about it, life's easy when you're in the Marine Corps. It can be yeah. as far as how it's set up. If yeah, you're in the yeah, fleet yeah. Marine Corps, <coughs> compared to like being at an RS or a district or, you know, like when you're in the fleet Marine Corps, like I was on recruiting duty for three years and then I went back. And life, life's different when yeah. you leave the streets, went back to the fleet. And then I went back and I say that because you, you have a purpose. And I, I felt like, I was like, no, nah, this ain't, this ain't for me. I, I love the streets. So I, I had that passion, that PTSD of why I had to go back because that chaos, I thrived off the chaos. I loved floating yeah. in the chaos. And bro, and yeah. I think that's, that's the sickness we, we come down on. And I think, that's why you have 12s. That's why you have Marines that unless you do bad on recruiting duty, you enjoyed it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so depending on your CO and RSR major and how, how your experience was your sector, your list, <laughs> all that, yeah. but, but, but depending on when you left, yeah. cause I remember I pulling all nighters and this is, this is way back when I was a station commander, but I, I remember you, you lived there, you lived yeah. there and, and, and you, you, your shirts were never clean. You tried to stay clean in the office. You always worried about the command group coming. You, you were never, you had to go talk about the band. 
You didn't know nothing about the band. You looked at the <laughs> real quick. You came up with some things. You start spitting it to them. You handed out take ones and you said, hey, or the questionnaires, let me collect these. Know why? Because your purpose was to work, to get busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I think outside, when you're a civilian or, you know, when, when you're not in the military, you don't mm-hmm. have that. And I think to go back to what you were saying before, we had a fear of failing. I yeah. believe if you have a fear of failing, that's that, that's that, that's that smoke behind you. That's going to keep you moving forward because if you have nothing to disappoint yourself at, you, <laughs> what are you working for? Like yeah. you have nothing to be mad about. Like I didn't get this run today or, you know, I ate bad today because I, I, I didn't want to wait or we become real selfish. Yeah. So yeah. like you said, I didn't eat till four because you were selfish against yourself because you were doing other things for other people or you know what i mean at some point you didn't take that time for yourself and we neglect that because it's it's an ongoing thing that i think you have it takes time to overcome yeah bro it's a lot where, where to mind could just yeah bro, you have no idea <laughs> but but you know what man like that's but that's all part of living intentionally right because you know mm-hmm. like we're talking about right with identity and and purpose and like if you if you don't know what your purpose is and or what your purpose for the day is or what your purpose of where life is then you can't live with an intention because if you're living if you're living daily without a purpose well then you can't be intentional because you don't know where you're going. And, mm-hmm. and I think that it's a, and that goes back to having that why, because a lot of people don't know what their why is. Like a lot of people are like, you know, when we talk about on recruiting duty, like, Oh, well, why are you going to go to this college? I don't know. Okay. Well, why are you going to do this? Well, I don't know. Well, why are you going to do this? I don't know. And it's like, but then even, even myself, like I look at my own life and, you know, I look at myself and I'm like, you know, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And I'm, and that's where I'm at now in this season of my life. And, you know, I look mm-hmm. at recruiting duty and I miss it, you know, which is why I'm, I'm, I'm currently going back on uh, for a little bit. And, you know, it's it's like you said, man, there's a purpose. There's an intent. There's you're useful, you know, and, and I have friends of mine who we were all recruiters together and they all went back to the fleet and Every one of them is like, bro, I can't stand this place. Like everyone's yeah, like, bro, it's a different it's world too. Yeah, they're like, bro, it's not the same anymore. I don't like it no more. They're like, I'm like, so one of my boys is either gonna get out. Well, two of my boys are gonna either get out at 15 years, and then another one of them just put in his papers to go back on recruiting duty in Mar- in Maryland. And see, you know, and the 12 you know, in me makes that that drives me insane 15 years and getting out oh god i want to drop tags on them like what are we doing yeah bro and that's, <laughs> like, what, that's, that's what i said i'm like bro yeah and one and they're one <laughs> one's a gunny the other one's been meritorious every rank and i'm like bro like what are we doing like why are you gonna do that and you know i think i don't know man i think the marine corps is very different than it used to be um i, I think recruiting duty is very different than it used to be and I, I can't wait to get back out there and kind of find out you know if it is that way because like you were just talking about you know the fear of failure and and i think that Mm -hmm. you know in a lot of ways that's the biggest way that you live intentionally is okay i'm afraid of failing i don't want to fail my family like my biggest driving factor is that is you know like yesterday i went on a run and in my head in my head i was just imagining my family 
and I was imagining like I was running to help them. And I was like, that was like, was that's my driving force is like, I have to be able to be a protector for my family. I have to be able to thrive. I have to be able to show my children how to live. I need to be, you know, be able to show my kids how to treat their mother, how to treat a woman, you know, all these different things. And, and now that I have a purpose and an understanding from my life, now I can live with an intention, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Does all that that all that makes you stressed out, right? Yo, it does, out. Like man. When, you, when you're trying to fix, when you're trying to fix so much, yeah. I sit there and go, you know what? But it's those little steps every day. So it's like I said, we're paving yeah. it as we go. So yeah. as long as you take it slow and smooth, that I mean, too many people, January, like I said earlier, those January first cats, they go out there, they try to bang out that first five miler, that first five k of the year. Yeah, they still got that coat on. Yep, yep. you know so next thing you know they're walking <laughs> so, yeah. so, and then next thing you know they quit and i think you know it's that it's that it, that purpose they didn't have the right purpose to start with they didn't have that that correct why because mm-hmm. if you have it you're not gonna stop yeah because you're it's, yeah. it's it is intentional what you're doing is intentional every day to get to your why mm-hmm. to get to your purpose you're doing it every day yeah. Well, and, and that's like, and like you said, man, and I, that's like one of the biggest things that when I was on the duty that I would always instill in people is that like, listen, if you don't have a why, you're not going to be successful, you know, when it comes to no matter what it is, because, like, you know, once once the bad things happen and once the, the bad day comes, if you don't have a reason to get to where you're going, then you're going to make an excuse. You're like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'll just do it tomorrow. And and it's like, okay, well, and that's why like myself, what I've been trying to do is really just start my day and understand, okay, hey, what are things that I got to get done today? And and I was saying this, like one of, one of the master guns is that I was talking to. That's what he was saying. He was like, bro, he was like, dude, I just start my day. And he's like, I know that the first thing I got to do is get mine in the gym. Master guns, uh, Simon. And he was like, and then I know, and I got to eat. He's like, all right, word. He's like, and then I set my day up and he's like, all right, these are the things that I have to get done. And then these are the things that I would like to get done. And he's like, if these things don't happen today, it's not a big deal. I'll get to them tomorrow. But he was like, this right here is my list of the things that have to get done today. And then I asked him, like, where'd you get that from? And he's like, oh, I got that from recruiting duty in 2007. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. And he's like, bro, I still have an SNR that I keep. He's like, I still keep my my month insight. He's like, bro, I, I still do that because it's just helped me live intentionally daily and have a, have goals and tasks that I know that I need to get completed today. And it's from it's for me, it's for my family, it's it's for everything for my Marines and everything to my left and right. And that's what you know I'm trying to get back to, man. Is just being you know just that living intentionally and and, and having a plan for my day and a plan for my week, my month. And okay, hey, what goals? Do I want to set for me, for my family, uh, monetarily, and, and all that? No, I, I think that's huge. Uh, I hit the streets in 2007, and I think just to steal his his thunder a little bit, I think that writing everything down has always been a cure for me because it's that old SNR mind frame, or it's that it's just what I've done my whole career. I write everything down so you can go back and check it off because if you're planning your day. You write it down, keep your little book. What are, like you said, what are negotiables and what are non-negotiables? Like your non-negotiables, that has to happen. And usually you can knock your what you plan 
knock it out pretty quickly. But you might have mm -hmm. to get up a little earlier. You have to sacrifice a little of your time, of your, you know, of your of your personal private time. But that that allows you for more family time later, allows you for more leisure later. But you knocked it out. If you're chasing it all day, you're eventually going to give up on it. Yeah. So I feel if you if you don't knock it out earlier, you're eventually going to talk yourself out of it. Because by lunch, you're already talking yourself out of it. By the time you get to yeah. chow, you're like, you know what? Eh, I don't know. I'm tired. And by the time yeah. you get off, you're like, oh, I got stuff to do. Yeah, you end up yeah. doing nothing, but you've talked yourself out of it already. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I think yeah. that's that's the first problem: getting right with yourself and and becoming intentional first thing in the morning. Like you said, yeah. planning your day first thing in the morning, knowing what you got to do, and you do it routinely, it becomes easier to become a habit and a, a staple in life. Because if mm -hmm. you, if you if you go outside of it your day will change. So once yeah. you, once you, once you get that routine down and that staple in then then it's all cream cheese from there. Because if you go without doing it, your day is just wrecked because you're so routinely yeah. used to getting things done that you need done. Yeah. Yeah. And if it becomes a lifestyle rather than a, like not even a habit, it's a lifestyle. It's a, you know, I do this every day. Like mm -hmm. even now with me being in the gym, I've been in the gym like about a year now, like, like consecutively every day. And, you know, now, like, my son, if I don't go to the gym, my son's like, Dad, you didn't go to the gym today. Or, or my, or like, if I'm leaving the house, my son will say, Oh, Dad, you're going to the gym. So, like, now it's a lifestyle in my family. Like, my children know, like, okay, that's where dad's going. So, okay, dad's either going home, or he's either going to the gym, or he's going to church. Like, that's, and that, and those are good things, right? Cause, like, other people, you know, oh, it, you know, it's like, oh no, dad's going out to the bar or dad's going out of here. So that's really what it is, man. I'm just trying to, you know, foster a good relationship with my family and really just be able to show them that. Um, so listen, man, we've been going for about 45 minutes. Um, I really want to just kind of kind of cap it all up, man. Just thank you so much, number one, for showing up on here, being with us and, and talking about yeah, your, your your story and, and everything that you're doing. Um, so what would you say, um, just kind of like introduce everybody to the podcast, where can we find you, um, and what can we expect from your podcast in the future, um, and how can we support you? Oh, all right. So first off, thank you for having me. Um, I, like I said, once you hit me up, I was excited from the jump to come on. Uh, secondly, Every Second Counts podcast is on all streaming uh, platforms and on YouTube. Um, I, I'm pushing out an episode a week so far. Um, I got a bunch of guests lined up. And um, the topics we're talking about is, like I said, veterans, mental health, and motivation. I think that's the most important thing. And when I mean motivation, it's not just to go to the gym or work out it's the motivation to, to to get outside it's the motivation for not just veterans but people with mental health to go outside because i think like you said that first staple of yourself uh, uh, going out going to the gym or going to church when i was doing 75 hard like my first year and a half probably since i retired i was going for that walk first thing in the morning or when i got home like i was going for that 45 minute walk and Everyone knew where I was going. I was throwing my vest on and I was going. So I think, you know, setting that example, that's a purpose. That's, you know, that's intentionally so your son sees you. And then he, he, he senses that vibe and, and it becomes very positive, like work out, go to church, eat right. Like the, the, these are staples, you know what I mean? So that, that's great to hear. And I'm, I'm so glad I was able to be on and, and to be a witness to hearing all that because that was phenomenal. Um, 
the main purpose of the SITREP uh, 22 is, is the company I, I've started, SITREP 22. You know, um, for in the military, we, we, we want to sit rep on everything. So what's a situational report on ourselves? Because that's one thing we one thing we don't focus on. So SITREP22 is a new technology that's in the works. And I'm partnering with uh, 22 Mohawks and uh, the Contagion Effect uh, podcast show. The, the, the folks I've been working with, um, we're getting this new technology made. And it's going to be able to provide veterans to be more proactive and be more motivated during their day and drive them and, and allow them to interface and I don't want to let too much out of the bag because there's some cats out there with bigger pockets than me that, that can spin it real quick. (laughs) But, but, but that, that, that's going to be, that's in the mix. That's getting built right now. That new technology sit rep 22. Um, every second counts podcast is, um, going to be, like I said, weekly out there to raise awareness, to raise, um, to raise the mental health, especially like you said, I mean, I'm so glad, like I said, to be on here because I think recruiting duty in the Marine Corps is the biggest mental health uh, trap that, that, mm. that I think people suffer when they, when they get out or especially while they stay in. I mean, depending if you're a combat vet or if you are a drill instructor, but I think recruiting duty is the biggest, I mean, depending on how, how people feel about it now, but I, you know, I was there during the plus up and, during the come down and the plus up and higher missions, lower missions. And I know, I know what that does to a person, mm-hmm. take the Marine out of it. What that does to a person, a relationship, a family, and to a young Marine, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's, it's very difficult. So get, getting the message out there about, about mental health veterans and, and just trying to, trying to be as, as there as we are for each other, as we say we are, at the end, we, we all can come together. So I have someone I could talk to. Uh, my slogan for SITREF 22, you know, it's a war against veteran suicide. So you have to contact, care, and listen, man. You got to contact these veterans. You got to care for them. And then you just got to listen to them. Amen. I had people reach out and say, well, what if they don't want to listen? Well, you ain't you ain't talking to them enough. You ain't, <laughs> you, you know, you're, you have to build that relationship. You got to build that trust. You yeah, got to fill out that pack. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to dig in and, and, and actually care because if not veterans don't talk, we don't want to talk to yeah. nobody. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm the biggest introvert <laughs> there is. I live in the damn woods now in Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like I want to be away from everyone, but I want to help as everyone as I can. So, Amen. so the, the biggest thing is in the next uh, week or so, the store is going to come up. Um, you can find me at Tom um, underscore at 81 at, at uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, every second counts and sit rep 22 at Instagram. And when the store comes out, uh, I'll, I'll post that link in the stores to, to raise money for this new technology. Because like I said, we ain't in Jersey and I ain't pumping gas no more. So I need, I need a couple more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so no doubt. So, so that's what I'm doing. home. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much, Tom. I truly appreciate your time, brother. And we're definitely going to get yes, another sir. episode out there. And um, I can't wait to come on yours and be a part of your your uh, podcast as well. And have a good rest of the night, brother. And everybody, make sure you guys go reach out and find Every Second Counts on, on all platforms. And uh, have a good rest of the night, brother. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it.